the city of Providencialis. Here is tonight's Nations Report with Zoya Fessler. Operation Shepherd extended after holiday success. Former Haitian vice consul slain near an airport in Haiti. 7.1 magnitude earthquake rattles a part of China. A look at sports and the weather forecast, all those and more coming up. the middle of the work week. It's Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. Pleasure to have you join us today right here on RTC 89.1 FM. The Ministry of Health and Human Services is issuing a public health advisory regarding the increase in acute diarrheal illness reported in our neighboring countries. The rise in cases is of concern as we have close travel and trade relationships with these countries. As such, the Ministry of Health is committed to raising awareness and promoting preventative measures to curb the potential spread of these illnesses. Acute diarrheal illness is a serious public health issue that can lead to severe complications if not addressed promptly. In light of the escalating cases in our neighboring countries, it is imperative that communities prioritize and implement essential preventative measures to safeguard public health. Acute diarrheal illness has various causes, including bacterial, viral and parasitic infections. A number of factors contribute significantly to the spread of these infections, such as ingestion of contaminated water and food sources, poor sanitation, inadequate hygiene practices, direct contact with an infected person, and touching contaminated surfaces or objects. Common causes of diarrheal illness include bacterial infections such as salmonella and E. coli and viral infections such as norovirus. Bacterial causes tend to spike in the warm season, while viruses such as norovirus are more commonly seen in the drier, cooler months of winter. The Ministry of Health and Human Services urges individuals, communities and healthcare providers to focus on the following key aspects in order to prevent and control the spread of acute diarrheal illness. Number one is hand hygiene practices. Promote regular hand washing with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Two, safe water practices. Ensure there is access to clean and safe water sources. Three, good food preparation. Emphasize safe and hygienic food handling practices. This includes thorough cooking of food, proper storage, and avoiding the consumption of raw or undercooked items. Oral rehydration solutions can be used to prevent dehydration in cases of acute diarrheal illness. Individuals should, however, seek medical attention promptly if systems persist or worsen. Now, Operation Shepherd, a joint police, border force and regiment operation undertaken during the holiday season, has reported impressive numbers and the government has decided to extend that operation. The agreement to extend was made by the government and the governor during a special meeting of the National Security Council on January 5th. The primary focus of the meeting was to review the incidents and multi-agency operations initiated over the festive period. A statement on the meeting noted that Operation Shepherd marked a significant milestone in joint operations with the teams resourcing vehicle checkpoints, coastal surveillance for irregular migrant vessels and supporting the security of key community events. 
The vehicle checkpoints were assessed to be particularly effective with 1,524 vehicles being stopped, 199 traffic tickets being issued and 48 cars being removed from the roads due to lack of insurance. In reviewing ongoing security requirements, the National Security Council agreed to recommendations to extend the arrangement. Accordingly, the governor has issued a directive under the Defense Ordinance to extend TCI Regiment support to the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force until Wednesday, January 31st. Meanwhile, also coming up during that National Security Council meeting was the multi-agency assistance from regional and international partners that was secured to bolster security efforts. These additional assets were brought in to provide aerial and marine support to the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force, their TCI Regiment and the TCI Border Force. The National Security Council reports these multi-agency operations included a successful operation on Friday, January 5th, involving a Royal Bahamian Defense Force cutter, the Royal Cayman Islands Police Services helicopter, and air support from the United States Coast Guard to interdict a vessel carrying 215 illegal migrants. The vessel was escorted safely to Providenciales, where its occupants were processed and repatriated by the TCI Border Force. Force. The Security Council was further briefed on work to increase surveillance measures in support of marine domain awareness. Members also discussed work to progress youth crime prevention programs with a key focus on addressing the root causes and creating opportunities for positive development. And the Ministry of Education is pleased to announce the release of its comprehensive nutrition guidelines tailored specifically for early childhood centers. These guidelines aim to promote healthy eating habits and provide essential nutritional support for young children during their crucial development years. In light of the vital role that nutrition plays in the growth and development of young children, the ministry's early childhood unit collaborated with the nutritionists to organize several workshops for parents and educators that aim to raise awareness of the connection between nutrition and cognitive development. Therefore, the purpose of these guidelines seek to empower early childhood centers to create nurturing environments that support the overall well-being of the children in their care, as well as to promote healthy eating habits in these settings. Haiti Williams, early childhood officer, expressed enthusiasm for the release of the guidelines and the potential impact on young children's health and well-being. The Honorable Rachel Taylor, Minister of Education, Youth Sports and Library Services, said that by integrating nutrition education into their daily routines, we can set the foundation for a lifetime of healthy choices. Key features of the nutrition guidelines include nutrient-rich meal plans that emphasize a balanced intake of essential nutrients such as fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and dairy products, as well as advice on food safety and food allergies. The food and nutrition guidelines also offer strategies for engaging parents and guardians to reinforce healthy eating habits at home, creating a collaborative approach to children's nutrition. That was a look at your local news regional is up next.
Indiana's Home Affairs Minister Robeson Ben has called for the widespread adoption of body cameras by members of the Guyana Police Force as part of their daily operations. This move is backed by the allocation of funds from the 2024 budget. Speaking last Wednesday at the ministry's 2023 Year in Review press conference, Ben shared that this will promote accountability and transparency within the force. Currently, the Guyana Police Force deploys around 140 body cameras across its 12 policing divisions. With the 2024 budget, a significant increase in the number of body cameras is on the horizon. The security sector is set to receive 90.6 billion Guyanese dollars or more than 430 million USD in funding for the year, with a substantial portion dedicated to technological advancements and new infrastructure for the joint services. In addition to body cameras, Minister Ben revealed plans to install surveillance cameras at police stations nationwide. Furthermore, he shared that breathalyzer testing kits have been procured, awaiting certification from the Bureau of Standards. And a former Haitian vice consul to the Dominican Republic was gunned down near an airport in northern Haiti, a police official told the Associated Press on Tuesday. Claude Joazard, a doctor and former senatorial candidate, was killed Sunday near the International Airport in the northern coastal city of Cape Haitian. Joazard was a former diplomat to the Dominican Republic town of Dahabon, located near the border that the country share on the island of Hispaniola. It wasn't immediately clear what motivated the shooting and no one has been arrested. Gangs have been blamed for killing more than 4,000 people across Haiti last year, according to United Nations statistics. And Prime Minister Gaston Brown officially opened the Antigua and Barbuda Embassy in Beijing, China, during a ceremony at the San Luton Diplomatic Compound in the Shaoyang District of Beijing. Speaking at the ceremony, Brown said the establishment of this embassy signals the advancement in the relations between the government of Antigua and Barbuda and the People's Republic of China. The ceremony also featured remarks by Antigua and Barbuda's ambassador to China, His Excellency Brian Stewart Young, the Minister for Foreign Affairs, E.P. Chet Green, and Assistant Minister for Foreign Affairs of the People's Republic of China, His Excellency Zhu Feihong. On Monday, the Antigua and Barbuda Prime Minister arrived in Beijing for a week-long official visit. He pointed out that Antigua and Barbuda and the People's Republic of China share the closest relationship that exists between any large country and a small island state. This year marks the 41st anniversary of relations between Antigua and Barbuda and the People's Republic of China. That was your regional news. World News is up next. More than half a million people in Gaza are currently facing catastrophic hunger amid the ongoing Israel-Hamas war, according to multiple United Nations organizations. The United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestine Refugees, UNRWA, said that 570,000 Gazans are classified as having food insecurity equivalent to famine levels of starvation, as defined by the Integrated Food Security Phase classification. 
The UNRWA said that it and its partners have been distributing flour, protein-based foods, high-energy biscuits, dairy items and other food items to Gazans, reaching 320,000 families so far. Meanwhile, the United Nations World Food Program said that it has been difficult to get food into northern Gaza, which has been cut off from external aid. Last month, the nonprofit Care International shared an IPC report that said 100% of the Gazan population is facing a hunger crisis. And though Gazans are facing varying levels of hunger, virtually all households are skipping meals every day. And a magnitude 7.1 earthquake in a remote part of China's western Xinjiang region killed at least three people and caused extensive damage in freezing weather, officials said Tuesday, while suggesting that the area's sparse population contributed to the very strong quake's low death toll. The earthquake rocked Urk-Japan County in Aksu Prefecture shortly after 2 a.m., the China Earthquake Network Center reported. Rescue crews combed through the rubble. Emergency survival gear, including coats and tents to help the thousands of people who fled their homes had arrived or were on their way. The earthquake's epicenter was located in a mountainous area about 3,000 meters or 9,800 feet above sea level. Among the more than 120 buildings damaged, 47 houses had collapsed. The U.S. Geological Survey said that the area's largest earthquake in the past century was also magnitude 7.1, and that occurred in 1978, about 200 kilometers or 124 miles to the north of Tuesday's epicenter. And deforestation surged in Brazil's Cerrado, a vast tropical savanna region, by nearly 45 percent in 2023 compared to 2022. This according to full December data released Friday by the government's monitoring agency. The National Institute for Space Research reported that 7,852 square kilometers or 3,000 square miles of vegetation had been torn down in the Cerrado biome between January and December of 2023, especially in the states of Maranhao, Bahia and Tocantins. This is the highest level since 2019, when the agency recorded its first full year of deforestation in the Cerrado, home to more than 800 species of birds and nearly 200 mammals. This according to the Switzerland-based nonprofit World Wildlife Fund, or 30% of the nation's total biodiversity. That was a look at World News Sports is up next. star Cristiano Ronaldo issued a public apology after he suffered an injury that contributed to Al Nasir's postponement of their preseason tour of China. While his fitness status ahead of a showdown with Lionel Messi and Inter Miami on February 1st is unknown. 
The five-time Ballon d'Or winner did not specify of the extent of the calf injury that ruled him out of fixtures against Shanghai Shenhua on Wednesday and Zijiang on Sunday. Al-Nasir looked to take advantage of the Saudi Pro League's mid-season break to play fixtures against the Chinese teams before a match against Miami in Riyadh, where two of the game's greatest ever players were due to face off for perhaps the final time in their respective careers. Chinese fans at Al-Nasir's hotel in Shenzhen were angered by the postponement of Saudi club's friendly match against Shanghai Shenhua less than 24 hours before kickoff. Organizers promise that fans in China will be refunded for match tickets, flights and hotels in full. They have agreed with the organizers and promoters to schedule a new match as soon as possible. And Joel Embiid scored a franchise record 70 points, the most in the NBA this season, to lead the Philadelphia 76ers to a 133-123 victory over the San Antonio Spurs on Monday night. Embiid also set a career high with 18 rebounds. He was 24 of 41 from the field, including one of two from three-point range, and made 21 of 23 free throws. He broke Hall of Famer Wilt Chamberlain's 76ers record of 68 points set on December 16, 1967, with a layup with 141 left to play. A six-time All-Star and the league's reigning MVP, Joel Embiid has scored at least 30 points in 21 consecutive games. The 76ers have now won six games in a row. San Antonio Spurs rookie Victor Wembanyama had 33 points and seven rebounds in 29 minutes in the first matchup between the seven-footers. That was a look at sports. The weather forecast is up next. turn over to the TCI National Weather Service for a look at the next three days. General situation for today. Breezy conditions and rough seas persist across the Turks and Caicos Islands due to a strong pressure centered northeast of the area. Special warnings. Hazardous boating and beaching conditions will persist. Therefore, boaters are urged not to venture far from port due to rough seas and beachgoers should refrain from entering the waters due to rough surf and dangerous and life-threatening rip currents. Weather, partly sunny and windy with isolated showers possible. Advisory, small craft advisories in effect. Small craft operators should not venture far from port. Winds easterly, 15 to 25 knots and gusting at times. Seas, four to six feet near shore, building up to 11 feet offshore and easterly swells. Daytime temperature, 81 degrees Fahrenheit, with overnight low temperatures at 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Extended forecast for the next two days, the Turks and Caicos Islands will remain under the influence of the high pressure for the remainder of the week. The high pressure will slide eastward and weaken, allowing winds to subside gradually across the islands by the weekend. Forecast for Thursday, partly sunny and windy, with winds Easterly at 15 to 25 knots, seas 4 to 6 feet near shore, building up to 10 feet offshore and easterly swells. Sunrise will be at 6.21 a.m., sunset 5.33 p.m. Forecast for Friday, partly cloudy and breezy with isolated showers possible. Winds easterly 15 to 20 knots, seas 4 to 6 feet near shore, building up 
to 9 feet offshore in easterly swells. That is the three-day public forecast issued on today, Wednesday, 24th, January 2024 by the Turks and Caicos Islands National Weather Service. The next three-day forecast will be issued on Friday. Thank you all so much. That was your midweek weather forecast. Recapping the news, Operation Shepherd extended after holiday success. Former Haitian vice consul slain near an airport in Haiti. 7.1 magnitude earthquake rattles a part of China. Again, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to The Nation Station. If you missed today's presentation, any of your favorite shows, or any other newscast, you can always visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com or download the RTC app in the Google Play Store. Turks and Caicos, I want to wish you an enjoyable evening. Stay safe. Join us again tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. for another edition of The Nation's Report.